all with me, they all with me. You can throw curveballs, but I got the glove fitted. They just saying it's love, but it isn't love. All right, episode three, your anti-podcast back at it. Had to take a week hiatus because, honestly, I was pretty sick. I don't. I kind of lost my voice, had a, you know, a lot of congestion going on and, you know, a little bit of fever, just didn't feel right. Um, I literally had to Google pneumonia, which, first of all, you, you would have never wanted to see my first attempt at trying to spell pneumonia. It's just, I, I literally just typed, like, you know, when you just hit your fingers all over the keyboard and just grumble whatever? That's what I did to get pneumonia. And luckily, because Google knows we're all like idiots, they're like, oh, we know exactly what you're, you want to you search. Pneumonia. And all the symptoms were there. I think I had walking pneumonia. Just felt terrible. So I was like literally going to start to do a podcast. And I was like trying to record one. Still just kind of like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't feel like it. I, I, I literally did one for like five, ten minutes. I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going not gonna to do one. Uh, just because it would have come out like shit. So now I'm, I'm feeling better, feeling in the mood to do a podcast. Um, something else, too, that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to switch over to audio only. I think that's, uh, what, like I said, I, I, there were some tweaks I had to do with this to figure out what was going to work best for uh, me and you guys. And I know a lot of people like the video stuff, but I just feel like a podcast is supposed to be audio, like on iTunes, um, you could do video, but I just don't think I need to do both. So I just think audio, it just might be easier for everyone. The whole point is to listen, not to watch me move my hands a lot. So um, we're going to try audio only for now and see how that goes. Uh, so we're, we're here on iTunes uh, exclusively. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, my goal is to do one every week and just talk about Whatever I feel like talking about or, you know, what's going on in the social media world and stuff like that. And something that happened uh, yesterday, which was <coughs> May the 4th, was a Star Wars reference day, which, I'll be honest, I had never, not until actually like a week ago, I heard someone say like, oh yeah, well, next whatever is May the 4th, be with you. And I was like, Huh? Like, yeah, may the fourth be with you. I was like, I don't really get it. Like, you know, like Star Wars, may the fourth be with you. It's May 4th. I was like, that's literally the gayest thing I've ever fucking heard. Like, that is so stupid. And I was like, people actually, like, celebrate this. I didn't know. And, like, someone's like, yeah, no. Like, I remember even back in high school, like, the, the, the Star Wars nerds used to, like, say that. I was like, wow, I didn't, I, I don't know where I've been the last couple of years on social media, but I've never seen anyone reference May the 4th and. The fourth was the fourth was very strong with you guys on social media because I every uh, every big account whether it's like you know Chipotle or you know Five Guys whoever every big food account every you know sports account MLB NHL everyone was all in everyone was like yo we gotta like celebrate May May the fourth be with you and I was just I think it was about yeah nine a.m. I had already seen way. Too many May the 4th things. I saw like three to four within like seven seconds of me like opening Twitter. I was like, I can't do it. I, I can't. I'm out. I'm out on May the 4th. And the 4th only got stronger. The 4th got stronger. Like I was just, I saw so much shit. I was like, oh my God. Like maybe, maybe, you know, obviously I'm not like a big Star Wars guy. Like, I don't, 
I'm not like a Star Wars hater by any means. Like I would fully, I've seen all you know all the Star Wars. I've seen them. I haven't seen the newest one, um, or like the Jar Jar Binks ones. But like the the main three, the ones that everyone's supposed to see, I've seen all those. I I don't I like them. They're they're, they're classics. Uh, but I'm just not a Star Wars guy at all. Like, uh, you know, and, and I can't hate on Star Wars nerds because I'm a, I'm a sneaker nerd. I'm a sports nerd. I'm a nerd on a lot of shit. Just st- something about Star Wars nerds is like, like, <laughs> it's just on another level where I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I didn't, I didn't realize how many Star Wars, I know, I, I know there's a lot of Star Wars fans, but something about May the 4th just really got me going. And, and what kind of led me to start thinking about more and talking about more was, these made-up holidays that we have. Like, I don't know when it happened, but all of a sudden, it, I, there's everything is a national something day, right? So I'm sure I could go find a, um, you know, a calendar that, that has whatever each specific day is. Because just, what, two weeks ago is National Sibling Day, right? And in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is National Sibling Day? I don't even, when, when did this happen? When was the first one? That's what I want to know. When I was in high school, right, college, I don't know, last year, last couple years, there was no National Sibling Day. That never fucking existed. Like, we had the only non-holidays that, like, are, you know, that, are, that I will allow to be holidays are Mother's Day, Father's Day, and... Uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, I mean, I'll get to that in a sec. But Mother's Day, Father's Day, appreciate parents. I'm off behind that. And then just, you know, the normal, the normal holidays, you know, the normal ones. Columbus Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, the Easter. All those days I'm cool with because those are ones that are on the calendar since I've been alive, right? But now, like, Nash- like National Donut Day, I, my biggest thing I want to know is... Who, who, I, I want to find the guy, who, what guy on this earth decided that National Donut Day was on January 14th or whatever the fuck the date is. And there's like 19 days that are National Donut Day. Every other fucking day, it's like, oh, today's National Donut Day. And I'm not even that mad about National Donut Day because usually like Dunkin' Donuts will give out free donuts. But I'm just, I, I'm just curious of like who was the founder of these fake holidays. They're fake holidays. They're not, they're, they're social media holidays. They're marketing stuff. Stuff for companies to be like, oh, well, it's National Sibling Day, so let's do this, let's do that. You know, National Pizza Day, National Bagel Day. There's endless amounts. I'm sure there's like a National Watch Day. There's Air Max Day. There's, everything's got to have a fucking day. It's like, can't I just have, can't there just not be a day? I just don't, why do we have to celebrate everything? National, National Cat Day, I can get behind, you know me. Um, National Dog Day, National Turtle Day. Just, I, I just want to know who invented this calendar. That's what I'm really curious about because it's in, in, in the end, it's kind of sick that some guy was like, yo, I'm going to just decide to make a bunch of days that celebrate random ass shit and I'm going to have the power to run this over the whole world. So it, my biggest like pet peeve is people that like legitimately celebrate them. They're like, oh my God, it's National Dog Day. Let me post a picture of my dog or it's National, um, you know, I don't know, chair day, look at this fucking chair, I just, I, I don't, I, I, I don't get it, I guess I'll have to do more research on who invented this calendar, 
um, getting to Valentine's Day because that's the ultimate like non-holiday that's a holiday. That holiday obviously created just to make everyone look and feel like an asshole. If you're single, you see everyone out, you're depressed, you're like, fucking this sucks, like, I don't have anyone to celebrate it with. If you're in a relationship, you're like, cool, now I'm going to get like my girlfriend something, she's probably not going to like it, I'm going to look like an asshole, and that's the end of it. It's just one, it's, it's almost like New Year's Eve, it's always a fucking letdown, it's like, alright, what do we do, we go to dinner, yeah, okay, cool, ha- happy Valentine's Day, like, oh, just, you know, New, new Year's too, that's, uh, I'll, I'll save new, new Year's Eve for another day. I'll save New Year's Eve for another day. Um, but yeah, that's my overall thought and take on all these, these new holidays. And May the 4th be with you just really, really got to me. And today's Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo? De Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Um, once again, all I saw today was just so many fucking tacos on my timeline. And Instagram and Facebook. Just tacos everywhere. So like... It works, because guess where I fucking went? I went to Taco Bell. I was like, I need tacos tonight. I don't care. I want to drink Corona. It, social media is like the worst, because it, it works. All the stuff, it makes you crave that stuff. So I went to Taco Bell. It was 9 p.m. Thinking, yeah, it's late. No one's going to be there. The guy's like, okay, uh, I got to let you know, it's going to be a 15-minute wait. I've never had anyone at Taco Bell be like, oh, it's going to be a 15-minute wait. I'm like, 15-minute wait? I was like, it better only be 15 minutes. I'm not just going to fucking sit in the parking lot for 15 minutes and wait for my food. He's like, yeah, no, today's been like the busiest day ever. I was like, well, obviously, because I'm here. I wasn't going to come, but I saw too many tacos on social media, so I had to go get tacos. Um, end of the story is I got Taco Bell, and it was fucking awesome. Taco Bell, ooh, I'm good for Taco Bell once a month, maybe. Maybe once every two months. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big, a big fast food guy. I need to... I've been trying to work on, I wouldn't call it dieting, but eating healthier, um, working on it. I've start, I ate my first salad not that long ago. I'm, I'm not a salad guy at all, like at all. I ate my first salad. It was just a horrible experience, but I'm going to start like eating really shitty food. And by shitty food, I mean food that's healthy for you that's not enjoyable to eat because I don't really want to have a heart attack in uh, a year or get fat as the older I get. So yeah, that's my other, what else is going on in the food world. I'm going to start getting into the salad game. So if you have any salad recommendations for rookies like me, tweet me, please. Um, moving right along, I guess we'll, we'll enter into the, we'll, let's, let's get into the uh, sports world a little bit. Um, sports world, uh, obviously uh, NBA playoffs still going on. Um, it only takes, what, NBA playoffs? I don't know, what, seven months? It's ridiculous how long these games are. I, uh, to be honest, I've like a little, like, lost a little interest just because I'm like, all right, let, let's just get to the, the, the finals already. We know what, it, what it's going to be for the most part, but like Steph getting injured doesn't affect Golden State. They're that good. They just keep grinding out wins. They'll get Steph back. The OKC Spurs series... Uh, I still like the Spurs. They they murdered OKC first game, and then, you know, obviously it was a close game second game. I still like the Spurs to come out on that one. Um, Cavs, Cavs sneaky. They haven't lost a, they haven't lost a playoff game yet. They're 6-0 in the playoffs. They're, they just, once again, killed Atlanta. They're, like, in cruise control. They, they've, they've got it locked up. Um, I like the way that I think the Heat have been playing well. Um, I think that series will go seven. Heat Raptors will go seven, and honestly, it's yeah, it's kind of a kind of a toss up right now. Um, I'm leaning a little towards the Heat, just for the fact that like 
Toronto and both their home openers against the Pacers and Heat lost at home. Like, that's not, it just seems like they're not playoff ready when you do that. You've got to win your first home game. Um, so, you know, Heat Cavs, Golden State Spurs, I'm uh, sticking with, you know, the default uh, Golden State Cavs, Cavs pick. Um, I do think it would be great. The one thing that would, like, totally, that, that, would, that would be just perfect for LeBron, right, is if he could dethrone Golden State. Because as far as we're concerned, we have Golden State winning it all, best team in NBA history. If he could finally bring a championship to Cleveland and, you know, beat a team that is the best in, in NBA history... That's one that's impressive. Like you can't, there's, there's no argue. You're like, whoa, that's that's big time. He, like I said, he, he needs that signature. You know, he uh, he won two in Miami, and you know he's gone to five straight. This will be six straight. Uh, we all know he's a, you know, at the end at the end of his career, all his stats are gonna, gonna probably be one, 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 one. He's everything's the best, but like he needs that signature moment. And and you know with the Miami wins. Uh, the Miami championship wins. Those I, I'm not taking any of those away from him. I think he was smart to go to Miami. I think he should have stayed in Miami because there. I just I I think they would have continued uh, to to go to championships and, and win. But he got his two, both good. I just don't call it signature. I think a win over Golden State would be a a, a truly signature moment. For LeBron, because a lot of times people look at LeBron and you think, you know, the way he left Cleveland, him going back, and and it's like him winning and truly earning one for the city against the best team would be like, wow, you know, he he really is, you know, that good. Because no one really talks about him and the Cavs as much because it's been all Golden State, all you know, Spurs talk this year because both those teams have been so good. Um, but that that that's what I think. Um, I, I in a way I wouldn't I wouldn't hate seeing like I I love I think Golden State is so fun to watch I like I, I don't want to root against I hate being the guy who roots against the best team you know what I mean like they're so good like I I want them to keep winning because it's amazing to watch like I don't want to I hate people that are just like oh I always root for the underdog it's like why why because you're you're a fucking loser yourself and you you, you just <laughs> want to see some underdog story like I trust me I, I'm a big fan of underdogs too. In certain ways, but like, don't root against the best team just to root against the best team. Like, if they're fucking good, then be like, all right, this team's really good. Like, I should root for them. But NBA wise, that's that's pretty much it. What's going on with the playoffs? Taking forever, obviously. Uh, we had the NFL draft with with which was just hilarious. I was talking to someone. I was like talking about just all the sports drafts in general and just the power of the NFL. So, for instance. Um, what I do every year is uh, me and my buddies, we go out for the draft. We go to the bar. Uh, this year I did like a little, a little prop bet where me, me and my buddy, we, we each tried to predict all 32 draft picks. Um, you know, go to the bar, drink, watch a draft because it's, it's oddly enough exciting. Um, you think of other drafts, baseball draft, you fucking, you don't even know when it goes on. You don't even know about it. You don't even know who's really taken. Um, basketball draft is pretty good because there's only you know, there's only two rounds and every selection is you know fairly fairly important. You got the lottery and stuff like that. Um, there could be some major moves happening. So the NBA draft's good, uh, and then NHL draft. Uh, I don't what yeah no I don't I mean I know usually know the first couple young studs like 18, 17, 18, 19 year old kids 
that are, you know, like Jack Eichel this year. Like that are, I know like the, the popular kids that are going to get drafted. None of that. I'm just like, I don't, I don't really care. Uh, but the NFL draft, it just shows the power of the NFL that it could bring people to go to the bar to watch it. It's one thing to like watch it on TV at home or read about it, but to send you out to the bar to watch it because it's that entertaining, the NFL is just, they, they just are so powerful. And sure enough, we're sitting there, right? And all of a sudden I see this, this face come up with a big-ass bong and the gas mask and a Laramie Tunsil. And he's, it, it just, you know, we were trying to figure out what happened. We're like, oh, yeah, this picture just came out. It leaked. And then I found out that, you know, his, his Twitter account got hacked. I was like, this is just so perfect because, like, it captivated pretty much the whole world because this, this, it, was, it was so, like, TMZ-ish. It was so, like, like you, so crazy that this guy who's, you know, I think Mel Kuyper had him as the best all-around player in the draft, you know, could have gone three has just got hijacked. Someone had a vendetta against him. Like, this is, that's world news almost. We were like, it's such a strange circumstance seeing this poor guy sit there. Um, and, and, uh, there's been some debate being like, oh, should we feel bad for him? It's like, yeah, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it, but like, you know, hijacking someone's account, like he probably, that, that video was like two years old. He probably, you know, he pissed some people off. I think it was like a father-in-law or something like that. But like, that that's a big moment, and for you to have to sit there and be like, "What the hell is going on?" It, he, you know, he probably he probably felt very helpless. You know what I mean? Um, so so you got that going on, and then the rest of the draft—that's all anyone was talking about because it, it altered the whole draft. Because people, the the Dolphins were like, "We didn't think uh, Tunsils was going to be there at nine. So so all these picks got altered, and it just it's it's crazy how the NFL draft can just. The amount of power it has and how, how exciting it is. Um, you, as you, some of you guys know, um, I'm a Patriots fan. They took uh, Cyrus Jones out of Alabama, cornerback, which I'm happy with because I think the cornerback position is, is literally becoming one of the most important positions in football with how pass-heavy this league has become. You've got to have a good secondary or a good pass rush. To me, linebackers just aren't as much of a big deal anymore. Um, you know, there's not much running game. I think just, you know, going secondary is, is key or, or like a nice or solid D end. And I'm happy we got, uh, this guy, Cyrus Jones. I think he'll be decent. We took a quarterback in the th- third round, which once again, I, I, you know, the flake gate stuff, I'll talk about that another time. Just now's not the time. Because there's too many moving pieces with that story. We don't know. Brady's getting more lawyers. He's getting an extension. We don't know if he's going to serve the fourth game still. Suppose that he could fight it another year. I don't know. So we'll, we'll wait to see uh, as far as our quarterback situation. You know, I, Garoppolo, we, we, we drafted him a couple of years ago for a reason. Uh, he he looks, looks like he could be a good NFL player. But this guy we took out of um, NC State. Jeez, uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. But he, he reminds me of like... Donovan, no, I'm sorry, he reminds me of, of who, do you, who does he remind me? He reminds me of Steve McNair. He's just like this, like, he looks kind of slow. It looks like his arm's not that great, but he looks like a big, tough guy. He, he just, like, he can move, he can throw, but he does it all really slow. He looks like a quarterback from, like, 1989. I, it's a very strange. I don't really know if I, you know, get, get the pick, but they saw something there. Um, so I, I think that's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be a third stringer or, or what, but, um, other than that, yeah, I won't bore you guys with the, with the past, uh, 
uh, draft picks. But I think there is, you know, this is, there's some significant picks out there. I think it's going to be. I think this will be a good draft. I think there's some legit players. Um, you know, you think back to 2011 draft, which was like ridiculous. The amount of people the year J.J. Watt was taken, uh, Cam Newton, Julio Jones, like that, that whole draft is crazy. Um, so NFL, that's you know, once again, we could talk NFL for for days and days. Um, I'll move on from NFL, uh, MLB. It's it's tough to talk MLB regular season just because um, you know I feel like there's I'm a big baseball fan, but I don't think there's a ton. Of, of baseball fans left anymore. Um, I do. I, I did hear that they're gonna. There's gonna be like a PED list coming out uh, fairly soon. There, a bunch of guys are gonna get bagged. So that's gonna be very interesting. The PED, like D. Gordon, got suspended, 80 game suspension for steroids or PEDs, whatever the whatever you want to call them now. Um, he, which is funny, he weighs about. Well, now he weighs about 170, but before, like two years ago, he weighed 143. He put on friggin' thirty pounds of weight, fat, muscle, whatever it is, and and he friggin' had the most insane last uh, year last year. I think he won the batting title, and he signed you know big contract, you know fifty million around there, five years, fifty million maybe, maybe even more. And out of out of the blue, the last guy expected, Mister Skinny Little D Gordon gets banged eighty games for steroids, and I I tweeted out like. He's got to be the skinniest guy to ever do steroids in the history of steroids. It's like usually you think, oh, someone does steroids, they get all jacked up and big and they hit homers and stuff. He's, he's not a home run hitter. Uh, he's, a, you know, he's a singles hitter and you know, he can steal some bases. But So it makes you really think that you, you, know, you can do steroids and not always have to look jacked. And you can look jacked and not always have had to done steroids, you know what I mean? I think a lot of times people see a jack guy, but, oh, he definitely did steroids, and it's like, eh, maybe not. You, you, know, you never know. That's why it's just, it's, in baseball, it's so hard to ever know who did or didn't in and, and all sports. And to be honest, I don't, I'm not one of those, like, heavy, like, oh, he did steroids, so this or that. I honestly just don't really care, you know? I, I, I think it obviously gives you an, an advantage, but, like, I think at the end of the day, you you gotta have talent. You know, you look at guys like A. Rod, Bonds, Clemens. They're talented as hell. We know that. You know, so steroids it made them it made them a, a freak athlete like Barry Bonds. He was already people already argued he was one of the best baseball players of all time before steroids. You know, he was and he didn't need them. And then look what it did. It made him literally a super freak where he hit seventy three home runs in one year. Like, do you realize how outrageous that is? 73? Guy, a guy, if a guy hits 40 nowadays, it's like, holy shit, he had 40. Um, so steroids, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully it's no big name. Hopefully Jake Arrieta is not on there because if anyone, he's been getting a few, uh, he's been questioned a little bit lately because uh, he's literally fucking unhittable. And he's being questioned, which probably is only fueling him more. But we'll see what happens with the steroids. Uh, moving on to, I guess, the entertainment world. Um, this will probably be the final topic before we wrap it up. But the uh, views dropped. Drake's, al- Drake's album, Views, dropped. And it dropped like late at night. I don't know, maybe 11, 10, 11 um, before. I forget what day. It might have been a Wednesday, Thursday. And everyone started talking about it, listening to it. I was like, shit, I was like about to go to bed. I really wanted to listen to it. Um, I open up Apple Music. I have Apple Music. I pay nine ninety nine a month and nine ninety nine a month, and it wasn't on there. And I was like, I was like, oh, what the? I I can't stand. 
I'll, I'll save a, the title rant for another day, but I hate the like, oh, it's only going to be on title. You can only get it on title, like Beyonce's album and Kanye's album. And then a month later, it comes out on iTunes and everything like that. So my only thing with the, with the Apple Music is if Drake drops views, right, put, put on Apple Music right then and there. Just put it on because it's out. Put it on. They took, I want to say 24 hours maybe, not even, for it to finally come on. But still, just like when it comes out, I want to be able to listen to it. That's why I pay for it. For you know, so I can get these albums. Um, a lot, a lot of talk about it. People, you know, love it, hate it. People are so critical with with albums uh, lately. I feel like you know, like kind of, you know, Life of Pablo. Everyone's so quick to judge, and I'll be honest, I am not a quick album judger. I never judge an album quickly because there are albums I've listened to, you know, one time through. And I'll just be like, yeah, it's not for me. I didn't, didn't really like it. But, but I didn't, then I thought to myself, oh, I, actually, maybe I wasn't paying like, full attention to it. I, I want to listen to it, you know? I listen to it again. Listen to it a third time. I'm, I'm at the gym. I'm always at the gym. So if I'm at the gym for two hours, I can listen to friggin' five to ten albums. That's, that's actually false, because if an album's an hour, I, listen, <laughs> I can listen to two albums during a workout, okay? Two albums. Like when I'm at the gym, like I'm actually, I have my headphones in and I'm listening. And I can feel the music more. So I like, to be honest, I like to listen to an album five to ten times before I make a final judgment. So like I listened to Views and I felt nothing because no songs, I, I, no, I felt you know, a couple songs like, okay, okay. But I, I, I need to feel, I need, those songs need to become a part of me, more of a rhythm. I need to hear the music. So even Life of Pablo, when I first heard it, I was like, whoa, this is funky. It's, each song was going in different directions and it took me a while for it to, to all feel as one in my body, like tra- beginning to end. And, and Life of Pablo, I love now. I love it. At first, I was like, eh, I just couldn't figure it out. But at, the more I listened, I was like, all right, I like this. Views, first listen through, first thing first, when I saw 20 songs, I was like, Ah, Jesus, come on. I can't do... If, you, if anything's more than 16, it scares me. It scares me away. I'm like... Because to me, I'm just, it looks like a task. It's like, I got to listen to 20 tracks? And I'm not a fan. Any, I hate skits on albums. I hate songs where the main singer isn't singing. Like on Life of Pablo, there's like seven songs where Kanye's not even on. It's just like random shit. Like, oh, Frank Ocean talked for 20 seconds. Why is that a goddamn track? So what I want to do with Life of Pablo is remove all the shitty songs and just have all the good ones. With Drake, for the most part, they're all you know legit songs. Um, and after I listen to it, I've probably listened to it you know at least I don't know five to seven times now. It reminds me a lot of um, uh, shit. I can't remember the album title right now. Um, oh, it's gonna kill me. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Uh, it reminds me of is it success? What the hell's the name? Uh, Take care. It reminded me of Take care. Um, it, to me, Drake, I mean, I'm probably, I might sound stupid, like, but like, it, if I were to describe his music, it's, I would describe it as emo rap. Like, you know, like emo music, like dashboard confessional and shit where like people express their heartfelt emotions about love and girls and stuff. Like, that's what it is. Like he talks real personally and whether it's truly what he's going on in the inside or other people are writing about that stuff, it's. To me, it's emo rap. It's, you know, he's, he's, he's emotional, and, and, and I like it. I, I like it. I, I, I think that's, 
I don't know. I, I, just, I think it's, I, I like emotional music, you know, and with hip hop and rap and stuff, you get the cliche, like, God damn, remember like some of 50 Cent's just, you know, horrible songs about in the club and Candyman, like that's fucking rubbish music. Whereas Drake, I think there's substance to it, but it did remind me, it, it is, I don't call it repetitive, but it's very similar. And here's the thing. I didn't, I don't hate that because I, I like, I like it. I don't think it's not not anything groundbreaking. There's some solid, you know, verses and tracks and um, you know, rhyme rhymes. Is that even a thing? Rhymes, <laughs> yeah, rhymes. Uh, you know, there's a couple couple like funny, you know, uh, things he says in it, and uh, so I liked it. You know, I, I'm not one of those people who was like that was trash. I was like, why is it just sounds like normal Drake album? You know, so wasn't blown away. Don't think it sucks by any means. I'll I'll listen to I'll listen to it at the gym. I'll bang a workout to it. I liked it, so that's my official views review. Uh, I think uh, I can wrap it up. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the audio version only. To be honest, I felt a little more comfortable doing the audio version only. I felt like I had better flow. I think it's good when I do the on camera. I don't like looking at myself while I talk. This, I felt like I was able to express myself a little better. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoyed the audio version. Please leave a review right here on iTunes. Um, I don't know if it does anything, but it at least helps me hear from you guys. Follow the Yoanti podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Um, once again, I want to continue to do these. I think it's a great way to um, I don't know, just, t- just talk more. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I, actually kinda ha- I actually had fun doing this tonight, so... Um, please, if you have any like, uh, responses to this podcast and if you thought anything was particularly funny, let me know, tweet me at you, or at you, podcast, you know, it's at you, one, uh, my OCD really, really pisses me. I'll save that for another day about my Twitter handle, but, uh, I've said, I, I've said a lot of, I'll save that for another days today, which is good. I have more material, but holy shit, this is the longest podcast ever, 30 minutes. This is a real podcast now, but, uh, all right, guys, tweet me. Talk to me. I appreciate you listening, and I will talk to you guys um, hopefully. Wait, what the hell is today? Thursday? Hopefully I'll talk to you guys um, next. Hopefully I can get, get another one up next Tuesday or just sometime next week. How's that sound? Sometime next week, um, and, and we'll do it up. All right, guys. I am out of here. Take care. I'm trying to get some out. What the? F- I want to get some outro music to play, damn it. Because I feel like all all podcasts have um, outro music, but <laughs> now it won't play. Hold on. Alright, you guys ready? Outro music, let's do it. Why won't you play? Oh, hold on. Outro music, ready? <laughs> yeah! Later!